Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard a special, very special 4th of July edition, Human Events Daily, but it's really a Turning Point USA special. We're not just powered by Turning Point USA. We are joined by the, the leading luminaries, I believe, of Turning Point USA. Not all of them, but most of them. Uh, Charlie Kirk, of course, accounting for about 65% of them. And um, so what we have here today is a special edition. Today's the 4th of July. And while you're out there, maybe you're getting your barbecues ready. Maybe if you're like us, you got your fire pit set up. You've got your charcoal. Uh, you're going out on the lake. You're going fishing. But throw this on. And this is a special that we wanted to do here at, with the other host of Turning Point, not just myself, but open it up to all your favorites and get the team together for something that I wanted to call. And maybe we'll make this an annual thing or, you know, maybe it falls on its face and we never want to speak of it again. Um, but we wanted to call this the the state of American freedom. And I said, well, I can't possibly do that by myself. So what I've got to do is bring together the whole team. So we've got Charlie Kirk, Alex Clark and Drew Hernandez for I believe this might be the first time that we've all ever done anything together like the four of us is, is that right guys yeah yeah this should be or, a show it this, really this should. could be, it could be like a thing right it could be like a thing <laughs> it could it now charlie be. was just telling us that we you know we were all you know prior to you know prior to starting and charlie was telling us you know, we were going through our favorite condiments and um you know for me it's it's the the honey mustard and the horseradish mustard i love that just on everything but charlie you had you had a different take is that right no, I was asking everyone, why is salsa now the number one ingredient in America? Is that true? Is that like, is that like an immigration thing? Like what's going on? <laughs> no, I just, what? I look, I'm no. not trying to, I'm not trying to imply any demographic change. It's simply phonetic. It's no, because just, what people do you mean love phonetic? to say salsa. <laughs> like to say, oh, they like to, oh, that's like, they like to say salsa. I just walked right into a Seinfeld. You, it must be, it must be impossible for a Latin American person to order seltzer water and not get salsa. I wanted salsa, not salsa. I wanted salsa. I didn't want salsa. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is getting, just, just for the record, the brown, guy, the brown guy in the room has got to stop you. Charlie Kirk, I got to stop you there. I got to put up the roadblocks. Okay, this is getting a little racist. I'm getting offended. I'm starting to sweat. Let's just uh, talk about the racist 4th of July. Can we move forward now? No, we're good. No, we're good now because Remain in Mexico is is overturned. So we're, you know, that means we're, that means America's, you know, that we've, we've, you know, uh, undone our borders. And so we're all one big happy country now. We're all culturally appropriating Drew for July 4th. <laughs> Thank you, Drew. We appreciate it. Allegedly, people are going to be wearing black today on the 4th of July for mourning. Wait, what? Is that right? Yes, that's, that's not right. true. That's what they're saying. What do they say? Wait, wait, wait. I, I, I literally haven't heard this. I mean, this is a trend that's been going on for the last couple of years. Taylor Swift is one person who's had an annual huge celebrity-sided 4th of July party every single summer. Uh -huh. And then during the Trump presidency, she said, oh, no, no, no we're not doing this anymore. And now cele other celebrities and other people are saying, yeah, same thing. We're not celebrating the 4th of July. And also, we're all going to wear black because we're in mourning because Roe v. Wait, Taylor Swift overturned. is doing that? <laughs> uh, she has just stopped celebrating the 4th of July in the last couple of years. She's just stopped being relevant, hasn't she? She's, I, I haven't heard much out of her in a long time. I don't know, but isn't, you're a big fan of hers, right, Alex? Yeah, I'm a huge fan, but uh, I, I think it is interesting to see if we're going to start seeing a bunch of posts on social media now today and just this whole holiday weekend of people posting pictures of them in black and saying, I'm in mourning of the 4th of July. But wait, so Taylor Swift has gone Antifa. That's what you're telling me. She didn't yeah, say she was if, wearing black. I'm just saying if other you're people are. attacking. <laughs> But if you're attacking the 4th of July, 
like, doesn't that still kind of go crosswise with trying to not acknowledge the 4th of July? Because if you're attacking it, you're still giving it power. I agree. None of, none of what these people do makes sense. I think that's kind of like what we're seeing here. I mean, I think, just for the record, I think we should just erase the 4th of July and celebrate Juneteenth. <laughs> Because I think that is what needs to be done right now, because that is where it's at right now. If you guys aren't, yeah, you're no, not I mean, relevant. No, no, listen, the... Jack, you're not relevant if you are not <laughs> celebrating Juneteenth every single year and saying the 4th of July is racist and should be undone. Because Juneteenth is really, really the real freedom here in this country. No, what's 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 crazy. <laughs> like, pl- by the way, please, please, Hollywood celebrities come out against the 4th of July attack the United States of America and grills and, you know, <laughs> what do they call it? Like grill, griller mindset, right? That whole, what? like, uh, yeah, it's like, I just want to grill the grill bros. You know, it's like, it's like you're sort of, you know, your dad with the, um, you know, he's got the jean shorts, he's got the white sneakers, the high tops, he's got the socks that come up to his knees and he's just out there grilling. He's got the the shirt tucked into the into the pants, you know, and he's just out there grilling. You know, I don't care about politics. I don't care about what's going on in my country. I don't care about, you know, the cities are going nuts and, and all the rest. I just want to grill. That's so hilarious. please, please, Hollywood celebrities come out against all of that. Because so this, it's is, like this gorilla. is how you literally change. It's like gorilla mindset, but gorilla mindset. <laughs> Oh man, gorilla mindset. Yeah, um, uh, past the ayahuasca. Maybe that's like uh, salsa with my ayahuasca. Oh, I totally copied Alex Clark. By the way, I had Cernovich on the show today, and he was talking what? about ayahuasca again. I know. Charlie, how dare I, you? I gave you a plug though, Alex. It's okay. okay. All right, thank I you. I said I'm a total copy copier. He Wait, did, but Charlie, that means yeah. you're gonna have to copy Alex again because she just Do had Tanya on. No, oh, okay. no, she just had yeah. Tanya on this week. <laughs> So that means I, now you got to have my wife on. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's really, really cute. Tanya, I don't think she's ever done a podcast interview like that before, right? Besides your Not like chat? that. She's, we've done, so Tanya and I used to do like, you know, we used to could joke around. We call it like the Jack and Tanya show. Like we would just do like little live streams together. Like we'd be in the kitchen or like, you know, be like on a date or something. And we'd just pop the thing on or we just, you know, whatever, news of the day or just chatting. And um, but she's, you know, she's kind of become like sort of a influencer type thing in her own right. And, uh, you know, I think that what she just did with you on this this last spillover, um, that was the first like long form interview, like actual interview. Right. That wasn't just like some casual thing that, that she and I were doing. Uh, where like she talked about herself. To, she said stuff in your spillover that I didn't even know about. I have that effect on people. You know, what's interesting, you guys, is that she's like Oprah. <laughs> what's interesting is, I mean, I've talked to people that everyone are- gets citizenship. I had a girl on. I had a girl on that her arms were melted off. I've talked to burn survivors. I've talked to uh, serial killer survivors. All this stuff. No, none of these guests have ever made me cry. But Tanya Posobiec describing how America has changed from the early 2000s to now made me start crying. And just this short amount of time in the last mm-hmm. 20 years, how drastically different America is, that made me cry. Oh, I thought you were going to say you cried because she was so bad. So that's good. <laughs> no, it was so good. So I'm very excited for people to to hear it. It's the spillover if you are not subscribed to my podcast. Yeah, yeah. If you guys hadn't checked it. But that's, that's kind of actually what I wanted to talk to you guys about as well. That same kind of dynamic, right? Because... You know, and it's something that Tanya, like as an outsider to the country, you know, 
she she tells me these things. She's like, I never thought that I would see like what you just said, Alex, about the the Fourth of July. And she's like, one of the things that she always said to me was, you know, in Europe, right? People don't carry flags the way that or 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 show or or, or or you know put up flags the way they do. They don't have like just regular houses with national flags on them. That's not a thing. Um, but when she came to America, she said, this feels to me like the flag country because you guys love your flag so much. You love your country. I've never been in a place with this, you know, because like she's born Soviet Union. So, you know, the flag would be up at like, you know, an official ministry or like the police station or the city hall or municipal, whatever. Right. Um, it wasn't something that you would you would personally hold at your own home. And so like we we've totally lost a sense of that in the country, but then also a sense of just just what what that even means. Right. It got to the point where, you know, and I think and Charlie, I'm sure you know about this, that, you know, people say that if you see an American flag at somebody's house, that means now that they're actually more likely to be conservative, mm -hmm. um, which you go back just a couple of years. That wasn't the case. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's been politicized. It was interesting. Even when I was growing up, though, like all the super like degenerate left-wing people, they would never have the flag up. Now we were kind of a neighborhood, 60 to 70% would put the flag up for July 4th, for sure. And I'll never forget, like maybe 2009, 2010, 2011, you started kind of started to see some of this anti-American energy. But you know, as this is kind of the 4th of July episode, Independence Day episode, you know, growing up that, I was really thinking about this, that's a top three to five day in a childhood calendar throw. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh I mean, yeah. 100%. Easily top three to five day. And it's totally, I mean, Christmas is number one, obviously. And your birthday might maybe number two, New Year's Eve would probably be number three, but I top five is July 4th, just from, you know, the weather, at least where I grew up was absolutely perfect in the Midwest, right? Not exactly in Arizona, but from the fireworks to the pyrotechnics to eating food, you aren't supposed to eat. And you, it would just be super awesome to be outside with all of your neighbors and friends. And it was just, just it, it was like an excuse to go all out, right? Yeah, 100%. and for good reason. And I'm afraid we've lost that in more ways than one. Did you guys so. know that a bunch of states today are have zero fireworks happening in the entire state because of the supply chain issues? The entire state of Arizona, no fireworks because what? they can't. Come on, stop it! There's no, a, I don't believe that. There is a that shortage. Is in this Arizona, like Russian disinformation. Charlie, me, and then Drew. You live here, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. all three of us live in Phoenix, and the only fireworks I'm saying that in quote shows happening today are like pyrotechnic fire shows on water and no. stuff. That's all there is. No fireworks the whole state. Are you sure? Yes. How can you no. have a four, like it's it's not the Fourth of July if you're not. Uh, what's that Simpsons line? Like celebrate the independence of your country by blowing up a small piece of it. <laughs> right? You're right. I'm reading it right here. Some Arizona cities cancel 4th of July fireworks due to shortages and fire dangers. Yeah. So thanks, President Biden. Yeah. Brandon is doing such a good job that we can't <laughs> even afford to celebrate our country's Independence Day right now. That is how bad the supply chain is. That is how bad this has really gotten. I mean, it's just like Charlie's saying, I mean, the spirit of Independence Day and the 4th of July, I mean, when I think about being a kid growing up, I wasn't being told by my parents that America is racist and the 4th of July should just be a day I wear all black and just like look in the mirror and just, you know, acknowledge how oppressed I am. It was always a holiday to celebrate American greatness, 
our freedom and the heritage of this country. And I mean, I mean, post 2020 with the BLM communists that have just totally subverted this country, it's gone into hyperdrive even in 2021 with the whole vax mandates. Freedom has been violated on a huge scale. And you fast forward to 2022 right now. What have we seen? The push of the red flag laws, a further violation of our freedom, Second Amendment, the Ministry of Truth that was being pushed that obviously got taken down by Jack Posobiec and others themselves. But I mean, <laughs> here, here, but here yeah. we are now as well, where this freedom is continuing to be violated. You're seeing this spirit over and over and over and over again, where these people are pushing harder and harder and harder. And uh, I mean, if we're talking about the state of freedom in, in our country, there are some great things to talk about. But also, these people are advancing on the other side, and I think you guys all know that. I, so that's I just, why, Drew. Drew, that's why you literally always wear black, right? Yeah, I wear black <laughs> all the time because I love Antifa, and I am an oppressed person of color, and that's what that means to me. Because Taylor Swift, a white woman, told me so. No, you're, it's it's POG now. You guys have heard this, right? POG, what is person that? of grievance. Oh, oh my god! What? No, 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 no that's because that Hillary, new right? Because 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 Hillary Clinton came out and said. That Clarence Thomas, he's always been a person of grievance. And, and I, I went to law school with him and he was always a person of grievance. And so everyone, you're POGs right now. You're a person of grievance. Oh, brother. Oh, my like, God. I mean, black guy that has wrong south, Like he kind of has some grievances. No, but I just want to I just want to reinforce the point, though, that that there there are millions of kids that, that will never experience the July 4th that we had growing up. And it was. It was special from the parades in the morning to the food, to the barbecue, to the black parties, to the fireworks, to staying up super late is special. And I just, I don't even, what do they do now? They wear masks and have vaccine parties or something. I don't, I don't know. It's just, you have to well, get, like for, you have to get out of the cities as Jack Posobiec said uh, for the holiday. And you have to go to the little small towns on the outskirts. They're the ones that have American flags on every single porch and do the 4th of July morning day parades and all that kind of stuff. You have to go to the small towns cause they're still doing it. Yeah. If you got to go and like make the effort. So like for anybody, you know, listening or like with me, you know, I've got, so I got a four-year-old and a one-year-old now, right? And so it's like, all right, it's now my duty to basically give them that 4th of July in, in whatever way I possibly can, right? So if we can find a parade near, and I'm in the DC area, um, so, you know, you know, parades, not so much, you know, President Trump tried to have like the military parade, which would have been awesome, by the way. I know he should have totally done and, that. And, you know, it was yeah, like totally never would have happened if we had a military parade. Yeah. And, and, and Ukraine never would have been invaded either, by the way. One just, totally. just one kidding me. One Trident nuclear missile just driving down Pennsylvania Avenue. Boom. Ne never would have happened. Never would have happened. And so and then he never would have had to steal the presidential limo and fight off the entire. I think it was actually the entire entire brigade of Secret Service agents. The last um, last time I checked with my and Delta Cassidy Force Hutchinson contact. saw it all. Yeah, she said, no, I was there with her. I was right there. And, um, you know, Brian Williams was flying in the helicopter. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> Had a Joe Rogan. sniper fire. Get me to the way. Yeah, Cernovich was running around with the QAnon shaman, throwing, um, you know, handing out ayahuasca to everybody. <laughs> no, it was it was a real thing. It was a real thing. It was a fun event, and uh, and and like so. So, but what was I saying? Oh yeah, something about fireworks. So it's like it's like you got to do that, right? And so we've got you know we live um, near some water, so it's like look, we're, I'm taking my kids fishing. We're going to, you know, I, I was able to find some fireworks nearby. There's like a minor league baseball team um, outside of town. And like, we're going to go, we're going to go to the baseball game. We're going to watch the fireworks afterwards. 
And it's like, look, if I have to drive a little bit to do that, I'll do it. Right. Because my kids, for them, that'll be money in the bank that, you know, whatever happens, whatever kind of life they have when they grow up, you know, they'll always go to go back and be like, you know what? My dad used to take me to this stuff when I was little and it was, and it was awesome. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't good. And Charlie, to your Mm -hmm. point, it wasn't good just because it was the childhood that we had. It was good because it was, it was virtuous and wholesome. Well, no, it was also good for another reason. Dip and dots. Okay, let's just be honest. Those are so overrated. You're absolutely okay. You wrong. see, that's no, a hate no, no, crime. no, 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 no. All no, right, dude, my four-year-old loves Dippin' Dots. No, no, no. 100%. See, Alex 100%. Clark, investigate her domestic terrorists, like whatever you have to call her. <laughs> no the fly Dippin list. Dots were the best. Are <laughs> there's nothing better than a Chicago 85 degree day and Dippin' Dots. There's nothing better. That's my contribution. My, my kid, it's we, when we'll go when we go somewhere and he sees the Dippin' Dots, he'll look at me and and like. It's it's just over. It's like I know that if I don't get him something or at least like it's like like the force of will into him. So, you know, it's like you use it right as a parent. You've got to use the dip and dots and use rewards in general as like, okay. so what did you do? Like, did you you know, did you say your prayers today? Did you you know, did you finish your dinner, clean your plate? Did you did you clean your room? Did you make your bed? Right. The whole Jordan Peterson thing. Um, did your you know, parents is, tell you any absurd lies? Like my parents would tell me that when I heard the ice cream truck, the song meant lies. they were out of ice cream. What? <laughs> oh, that's cruel. I feel bad for you. Oh, I thought being really told Santa bad. was real was a, was a horrible. That's this explains so lie. much about Alex, by the way, <laughs> that I'm learning how our parents. It's this people. massive redemption arc. Right. Yeah. For no, the- this totally. This totally make because we used to all just you know. I mean, boy, I had to delete so many text threads about Alex. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and it's like it's no. I realized it now. So you're you you're you 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 know you've got to do. So that's the your next spillover, right? You know, lies my parents told me. That's what I there should do. Sounds yeah, like a book. You've got to have like, like your parents on or something. Wow. Lies my parents told me should be some kid that grew up uh, in the 2010 era, like now, or the 2020s. Once they're an adult, they write a memoir called Lies My Parents Told Me. He was growing up in like this BLM Mm -hmm. Marxist household, and then they grow up and be conservative. (laughs) Yeah. That's so true. My mom gave me puberty blockers with my cereal, and I was told that I was going to be happier. We're going to see... Guys, I don't know what it's like in Arizona, but in D.C. right now, I mean, you want to talk state of American freedom, right? It's um, I see these kids, every pharmacy, right? And it's a line of kids and the families all have masks on and they're all they're all lined up for the vaccine. And I'm sitting here. I'm like, you're wearing masks. Number one, you're getting the vaccine for your kids. There's there's no data on this whatsoever. And. It's it's the most beautiful summer that we've had. We're actually having a very mild summer here on the East Coast right now. It's starting to heat up a little bit, but it's been like like mid 70s, low 80s. It's been so nice. And I'm sitting here like, what are you doing? Elmo's Elmo's getting vaccinated now for the five and under crowd. Elmo (laughs) will soon have sads when he rests in peace. (laughs) Elmo's first heart stent. Charlie actually was, was on Charlie was on a college campus ER visit. and some girl went up to him and asked, remember this, Charlie, she asked you for advice and said, um, my kids yes. or my parents put me on puberty blockers. And now I'm wondering if this was all a mistake or whatever, because I'm not happier. I was at Berkeley. Yeah. 
It was well, it so was puberty sad. blockers. That was used to when I when I was little. That used to be a thing that was like. It was like a, I don't know if you'd say conspiracy theory, but like like a rumor about like like the Olsen twins, right? And Full House, and this whole like oh they're oh, trying to keep. Them I know a lie so my parents told me. Out of them, I what? know. I used to think Lindsay Lohan had a twin because oh, of yes. Parent Trap. Oh, oh because of Parent Trap. <laughs> I'm sorry, totally unrelated. Just had to I had to throw that in there. I thought Lin, I, I a little late, anyway. a little delayed. Wait, you're just now realizing she didn't? No, no, no. You brought up no. the Olsen twins. It reminded him of young Hollywood yes, twins. Yes, it was a trigger, okay? And then I thought the Olsen twins were not twins. I thought they were superimposed by artificial intelligence. I was all screwed up, okay? I, I've never heard that rumor that the Olsen twins were on puberty blockers. No, no, that was a huge thing in the 90s. That was a, were a they really? thing. That like they were that giving them puberty blockers. So much. No, no, no. And, it's, it's a, it's a damn fake. Joey Gladstone. Jack is saying well, that it was this like, is a rumor. It was like a controversy, right? And it was like this whole, you know, oh, they're doing it to keep them young so they can get more uh, seasons of the show because the show is doing so well. And, you know, and then like, and and it, but at the time, right, it was considered like, like child abuse to give someone puberty blockers. It wasn't, it was like against their will. And, you know, maybe the, and like the parents didn't even know about it. I'm trying to remember, right? And um you know obviously you know they they go and grow up but even even now like can i say this like like they're 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 not so oh, alex like, be good. Going to better here we go me, gotta right, say it now is like when you so elizabeth olsen right that's their younger sister mm -hmm. right but like all right i'm just gonna say it like she how do we even get on this right she just looks so much healthier yeah she doesn't look like a meth like, head. Are, I just aren't the say, olsen like, sisters like fentanyl girls or something they like, look super like, they look like drug addicts for sure. and she's she's way taller than them and like they it's like all right i'm saying it it looks like the difference between when you see somebody from north korea and somebody from south korea no i mean that's that's yeah. fine. I, mean, I thought you were going somewhere else that's totally that's totally that's, fair yeah i didn't know where I, I was going i didn't know where i was going i i looked at the dark place and then i walked away no, there's some yeah. super weird stuff going on with them. And yeah, so the parallel you're making, Jack, is that basically like all of this weird stuff that started happening. I mean, who's to say how the next generation of kids is going to end up? I mean, I've been watching the. Uh, Jeez, they do look terrible. They I haven't do. seen them. I've been watching the looking at that? Scientology, the Leia Remini on Netflix. Mm -hmm. I've been rewatching them. And like you just watch people coming out of cults and their reactions, they're broken, they're crying, like they want their lives back. Some of them are extremely angry. And I've just kind of like been watching that and I've been wondering, I mean, 10, 20 years down the line, I mean, I think we are really, when I say these people are like a death cult, I mean, mm -hmm. I don't just say that just to be you know, provocative. Like these are, this is literally a cult. I think 20 years from now, we'll probably see the same thing. I think we'll see a very angry, pissed off, broken, hurt, generation that wants revenge because they've been lied to from their parents the media uh, hollywood the music industry this has just been shoved down their mouths without even giving them a chance to understand what it is and i think that is really what's gonna cause a backlash i could be wrong i don't know what you guys think i, I could be totally wrong about this but that's kind of what i foresee coming from this generation once they wake up to that 
the fact they've been they've been groomed, they've been lied to, they've been manipulated. Well, and that's the thing, like, tale as old as time. Every single generation of teenagers hates being told what to do. This is every single generation. And so what we have to do now is really explaining to Gen Z, who can then explain to the next generation, is that the government wants to be like your parent and always telling you what's good for you, what's not good for you. This is what you can do. This is what you can't do. Teenagers typically rebel against that. They don't like that. So we have to explain to them, the government is manipulating you. Big tech is manipulating you. Big pharma is manipulating you. Why do you stand for that? Do you, the, the, because the Taylor reason, Swift told like, him to, Alex. That's why. <laughs> the crime in our cities is spiraling out of control and it is spilling into the suburbs. On the Upper East Side of New York City, a young mother, 20 years old, just had someone walk up to her and shoot her in the head in one of the most high-end neighborhoods of all of the United States. The baby was fine, but the mother is no more. Crime is completely out of sane in this country. And now being prepared is not just a good idea, it is a necessity. Thankfully, there is iTarget Pro. iTarget Pro is a revolutionary system that allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anywhere in the safety and the privacy of your own home, anytime. No more inconvenient trips to the range. You will save a ton on ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. Dry fire training, and I do this. I absolutely do this because you need the must. You need to develop your muscle memory on this. This is a perishable skill. I cannot stress that enough. It will also sharpen your target reaction speed, your sight alignment, your trigger function, and so much more. Right? We need that front sight focus, and you know that when when minutes count. You are only moments away from this. Your iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now. Save 10% plus. You get free shipping with promo code POSA. Look, I love my iTarget. I'm just going to say it right now, right? I love it. My dad loves it. My father-in-law loves it. My wife, she uses it. She comes down and uses it. My mother-in-law, my mom, we love This thing is great. It is, it is so great. And it's, 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 you know, we turn it into like a competition when the guys are out. And by the way, with inflation being where it is, it will save you so much money because those brass expenses on your ammo are going crazy, but you want to be able to practice obviously with your own firearm. I could not endorse iTarget Pro more. Go to iTargetPro.com. The link's in the description. And of course, use promo code POSA. I think you're, I think you're seeing it, right? I think you're seeing like, you're you're starting because people are you know what it is right now it's like we have everything but we have nothing right because we have um you have you have you have google and wikipedia and everything and you can you can order something off of your your a piece of glass in your pocket right you know and some of that's starting to break apart but it's like like we have no way to filter any of it because we've lost any sense of meaning and so you actually start to look out there and you know, this this is why Jordan Peterson took off is because he said, look, you know, there is meaning. And 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 he reached out to a group of people that and said that. And it's like our our sort of civil um, society. Right. You know, we we kind of got away from that for so long when we started tearing down all of what it meant. You know, they said, you know, America's bad. How can you Billy Joe, you know, Green Day guy is like, I hate America. And it became cool to say, like, you hate your country versus like coming to a point where it says, you know, we're saying, no, we do support our country. And yeah, guess what? We have, we've had problems. Like we get that right. You know, but you know, even, 
even weirdly enough, like you go back into the 1960s and 70s and there were still people who were patriotic, but they were just saying, we just want our country to be better. Um, you didn't see people just tearing down the whole thing. And so if you don't have anything that to hold on to, and whether that be, you know, religion or just some kind of moral structure and a basis for saying, yeah, you know what? America is good and America is a force for good in the world. That doesn't mean that everything, you know, this war is good or that war, or the, the the global system and, and NATO and all. No, no, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the idea of what America is. Fourth of July, right? 1776, you know, growing up, you know, for us, um, you know, being in the Philadelphia area, right, is where I grew up. And because July 4th, 1776 is literally like Philadelphia's claim to fame even today, um, you know, as opposed to like where, you know, today where it's just like, you know, mass homicides and people shooting and killing each other all the time, um, you know, but growing up, it was like, you know, the whole city and the whole area was just so proud that we were the birthplace of this country where people for the first time, you know, ever basically said, you know, it's not just about it's not just about people and government and kings and monarchies and everything else. It's that we're actually going to have freedom that people have individuals have freedom right our communities can have freedom what what does that mean what do natural rights mean what do you know all of these things and these ideas that come out of the enlightenment uh mean and that we're going to put it into force and they fought a war for eight years and valley forge is right there and the whole story about that but it's and so like growing up you know we would go to valley forge on the fourth of july we would go to independence hall we we learned about that stuff and it's a huge part of what it used to be, at least I thought, you know, growing up in the Philadelphia area. And it's like we need to be out there saying, guess what? You know, America is awesome. And if you think that, look, I, I've been everywhere. I live in China. I've been all over Europe. Right. You know, America is very special. It's very, very special. And a lot of the other places out there, like they do not have what we have. And we take so much for granted. By the way, air conditioning, right? <laughs> you know, Europe does not have air conditioning, right? Um, Is that right? System. They, they don't have it. It's just not a thing there. Yeah, but and I thought it just doesn't the get Germans that hot. Have like, air you need it? Not this summer. Um, they don't have air conditioning and, in Orange you County You know what? Either. Now that I think about it, when I was in London, you're right. They, they had a space cooler. Yeah, they, they have like a fan on it and like a space cooler. It's not well, a thing, why, right? why do you think that is? I mean, they obviously have... Some they think that wealth. we they think that we're like we overdo it. Right. And then and now they also call it because of like the green movement. They say, oh, no, it's better that we don't have air conditioning because it's better for the environment that we don't use so much power. That's kind of what America is overdoing it. Because 100%. We're doing it big, better, stronger. Faster. But they also don't live in Phoenix, so I don't need to be lectured by these yeah. people. Okay. Right. I mean, right, exactly. D D Dusseldorf aside. OK, it's not exactly Scottsdale. No, Jack is right. I mean, these people, I mean, if you take it back down to American politics and the far left, America's racist, xenophobic, it's bad for black people and brown people or any person of color, and it's only good for white people. That's always the mainstream national narrative. Meanwhile, you have millions of people to this day that are illegally and legally still literally putting their lives on the line, their families on the line just to get here. Black people, brown people alike, all people across the globe are coming to this country because they still see it as a beacon of light and hope and freedom and better wherever they're coming from. That fact still lives to this day, to this day. 
Here we are, July 4th, 2022, to this day. That is still a reality because of what America resembles. The American dream, people can have prosperity, they can have everything that they never could have had in their country where they're coming from, and that reality has not changed no matter how much the communists in this country try and distort that reality. It hasn't changed to this moment. That's why we're having millions of people flood into this country. I'm not for it. I'm just saying it's happening. That that's, mm-hmm. that people are coming to this country because they view it as a great place to be, better yeah, than where they're they coming from. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. But are they bringing fireworks? That's. <laughs> <laughs> that's another so conversation. Guys, Leave your fentanyl. Not feel, not bring your really fireworks. Because it sucks to be you if you don't have fireworks. Because I've got play. I I had the Poso household. We have a stockpile of fireworks that I have been steadily building up. You know, we do like the, you know, the uh, emergency food supply that we stock up on and all the other stuff. No, no, no. I've been building. I didn't really do this on purpose, but I just every once in a while I'll be somewhere or like, you know, when you cross states and you see the fireworks place, I'll just stop and buy some fireworks. Right. And then you just steadily kind of build that up until the 4th of July. And then it's time to set them all off. And it's like having kids, especially for like um, with my oldest. Right. Because he's four now. So he just he he remembers things he you know these are you know he has the ability to form memories now so for him it's it you know obviously it's not his first fourth of july but it's it's starting to be like i know it'll be like the first one that he has a really strong memory of you know and he's and he's very aware of what's going on and so you know i want the american flag everywhere and actually we go and we'll go for uh, we'll go for bike rides together. Just you know, well, I throw the you know I'll throw them on the um with like a back seat for him, and then I'm it's like you know it's kind of like my a little bit of leg day for me, you know, because he's like 50 pounds now, and um, it will do a couple of miles on the bike, but we'll count you know how I always say how many American flags do you see right, and we'll count them, and then you know, and then we get to we'll get to the playground. They've got a big American flag there, and we'll do the we'll do the Pledge of Allegiance together, and just and but just casually. I don't like you know make him stand at attention or anything, but it's just you should you just make it part. No, I should. I know, right? Um, just you not? just make it part of just just a normal part of life. And at some point, right, you know, he'll get older and he'll meet other people, and he'll say, "Oh, wait, your family wasn't like that because my family was." Yeah. And I don't know what other what other what other Fourth of July traditions did you guys have growing up? Parades for sure. Now we have gay parades. You um, know we have pride parades, right? So we have a whole month of pride, and then one day where you're not even parades were a big to, deal when I grew, where I grew up in know, the suburbs celebrate. of Chicago, Wheeling, Arlington Heights, Schaumburg. It was a big deal. Every city would have mm-hmm. a parade. Fireworks were a big deal as well because I mean, look, Alex, you know this. You grew up in Indiana, right? Yep. So, you know, this in the Midwest, I mean, the winters are hellish. I mean, so anything in the summer, it's a massive celebration just to be outside and to be alive. I mean, and so in Chicago in particular, the parades, I mean, you'd get there early, you'd carve out your seat, you know, they'd bring like gymnasts and they call it the Jesse White tumblers. And yeah, I think, I guess they still do it. Marching bands, all of it, but it was a big part of fire trucks, the police, the fire department, all of it. It was a huge deal. I mean, I know that that's not isolated just to Illinois. I know they do Fourth of July parades all across the country, but it was uh, it was a big deal growing up. But but here's the difference, right? You have a parade now. You have a parade then. The difference is the parade used to have an an ethos to it, right? Yeah, the it parade has ball gags now, not of, burgers. Yeah, we're here for <laughs> we're here for America, right? We're and and like that's what this is about. 
Now mm-hmm. it's sort of just like it's about the acts themselves, right? So it's about you know, okay, here's this school, here's this uh, this college, here's this group, here's the you know whatever it is, right? It's about the acts rather than the fact that we're all here to actually celebrate something that's bigger than all of us, right? And I think that's kind of you know what's the meme is like you know remember what they took from us right and it's 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 that and idea it's pizza hut, if you're talking to jack fasovic <laughs> pizza hut nationalism yes they t- did they you see the burger king us. thing in in delaware by the way no uh-uh. did you guys see this it's it was going viral on twitter the other day apparently they were like remodeling uh the concord mall in in wilmington right you know biden's uh town and um I guess they they like took down a wall in this mall and they found a Burger King that had been entirely preserved from like the early 90s and it had been like completely untouched. And there's like and it was like clean, too. There were like neon, you know, uh, uh, designs and like the old, like weird, like off, like bluish white aquamarine, you know, seats and everything. How bizarre. And. And people were like, oh, my gosh. And they were like, you know, this is like this is like opening up a tomb in ancient Egypt. But, you know, of I New Jersey. Kind of stuff, yeah. I love those YouTube channels where like YouTubers go to like ruins <laughs> or like old, like broken down amuse- amusement. Oh, parks. I love that stuff, I too. Love- so this is this is one of the reasons why I, I, I did a whole podcast on this. But I don't think a proper people- country ones. Well, this is the this is the thing. So I asked a room full of anybody, young people, old people, mostly 25 to 35 year olds. And I say, how many of you believe the country you grew up in was happier in a freer place? Still, if every hand goes up and it's actually a conservative argument at its core, though, when you think about it, because it means that all the progress we've had hasn't made you happier and freer and better. And so there is kind of a yearning to the restoration of the country that used to exist, which inherently is a conservative argument that we accelerated too quickly and we embrace things that we shouldn't have. So I think the country is far more conservative in that sense. As far as passage of time, nostalgia, traditions, things are changing way too quickly. And honestly, people can't handle it. Us four can because we're agile and smart enough to figure it out. But a lot of people, they can't handle the uprooting of traditions to change every five to 10 years. It's also super unhealthy. I mean, you need some things to stay the same. You need some things that your kids did that you did that do that your that you do that your grandparents did and right. their grandparents did. You, you the breaking of that chain and that bond requires something to fill that void. And what has filled the void is this abyss of modernity. Juneteenth, right? Yeah. And it's 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 new traditions. Like we're all going to do TikTok videos about how we got breast reduction surgery or whatever. <laughs> no, it's true. And I think uh, Charlie's right. Because like when you think about it, the American flag, some people are probably afraid to fly it because it's been so politicized and it's been demonized to the point where in the minds of these communists, they've pretty much made in their minds that the American flag is synonymous with a Trump hat. So there are probably people right now, this comes with a sense of sorrow where it's like, there might be non-political, apolitical people out there that love America, that have nothing to do with politics. They love celebrating the 4th of July, but now because the flag has been so uh, demonized that it's like comes with a sense of sorrow where it's like, I can't even celebrate the 4th of July anymore without being called a freaking racist, even if I'm black. Well, let me ask you guys a question. The demonization of the American flag and conservatives in general, I mean, we saw that just explode during the Trump era. But do you think that that is it was just exclusive to Trump or going forward? It's always going to be like that towards conservative presidents and conservatives and the American flag. I think think it's going to be like that. Yeah, I think it's totally going to keep going. Mm -hmm. But I go I go back and I would say 
throw on there's a classic johnny cash um it's not really a song it's more like a spoken word thing do you guys know ragged old flag by johnny cash no no so it's it's this it's it's the spoken word thing and it's you know it's he's telling a story about sitting down in an old you know country square and there's an old ragged messed up flag sitting up and it's all threadbare and nasty and some guy sits next to him who's coming from out of town and he goes um he's like you know and and you know just kind of as we're you know getting towards the wrap-up point here that the guy sits down that next to him and says hey you're you know your flags you know ragged up and 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 johnny cash then proceeds to tell him and he's like well he got one flag there when got tore up crossing the delaware got another flag down when it was fighting in the south got another flag fighting in and World War II, the birth of guns and another flag. And, it, and he just kind of goes through the history of the United States. Um, and it's it was a 70s um, song. And so it goes up through Vietnam and then Korea or, or Korea, then Vietnam. And then you could easily add Iraq, Afghanistan right now. And he said, but you know what? That flag's been through a whole lot. And I believe she can go through a whole lot more because it's it's more than representing a a it's more than just a flag right it's it's the people that live here and i don't think america is just and you know there was that there was that thing about america just being oh it's just an idea right you know it's just america's just like an idea and we can change the idea and it's no america's a place america's, america's a place antifa is an idea people are getting it very confused <laughs> yeah exactly like this is our home right you know and we we do have a right to say that we want our home to be better and if there's going to be, I keep saying this like a broken record, but if there's going to be a new right, um, you know, the thing that's got to be at the center of that is is families and then just saying, look, we want to clean up our home. We want to go around and we want to make things better and we can notice them and we can say, you know, crime is crazy. Um, you guys are attacking our home, right? That's the symbol of our home. And that's why, you know, when 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 people say they have a problem with flag burning, right? It's because it's not because the flag is supposed to be a symbol of our government, right? It's something bigger than us. It's a symbol of our home. And so there's a um, there's a, uh, a drive in movie theater, believe it or not, about 45 minutes from me. And I take I take my kids there as much as possible. And it's it's so awesome because they do like like the worst, um, most unhealthy fried food and like old school stuff. But they still start every single night with the Star Spangled Banner. And they play and, and they ask that everybody's get out of your car and stand up and put your hand over your heart, take your hat off. And then they play a this like patriotic, you know, montage. Cool. And mm -hmm. I want my kids to have that experience. And you don't even have to talk about it. Right. Right. Because it's experience. Right. And you just you shut up, you put your phone down, whatever it is, and you you honor the fact that this is our home and that means something. Amen. Well said. That's what's all right. Final final thoughts. Final thoughts. We got like 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 uh you know five, ten minutes here. Okay, I have I a final it. thought. I have a final fourth of July thought. Hebrew national hot dogs are the best brand of hot dogs. Period. Whoa, whoa. Do none, we have a sponsor deal? Hold on. I totally no. agree. Alex, you made up whoa. for your dip and dot slight. <laughs> oh, what's going on? They are the best. Go to the grocery store today. Get those hot dogs. Put them on the grill. Everyone will be like, whoa, these are way better than last year. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Hebrew National. Hebrew National is really good. Really it good. Not, it is. Chili dogs are my favorite. Drew, what do you got? 
I just want the American people to know that if you love America right now in 2022, you are not racist. Uh, if you're black and brown, you're not a white supremacist. If you love this country, it's okay to love the country. It's okay to wave the American flag. Do not be afraid of these communists that want to take it down and shame you and put you into a state of fear where you and your family cannot openly celebrate the greatest country on the face of planet Earth, which is the United States of America right now. Of course, we have some sins. Which one? is, you know, the murdering and slaughtering of babies, which the far left wants to continue to push forward, but they don't want to talk about that. But I hope everyone listening has a great 4th of July. Keep pushing forward. Keep being who you are. It's amazing. Amen. Charlie. I want people to know a couple things. The country we grew up in was much better than we are now. That's not depressing. We can rebuild it because we have a memory of it. And that's the positive. It'd be more depressing if we never lived through it, right? So it's easier to rebuild something that you have a memory of it. We just have to write it down and then go after it. The country I grew up in, no one cared about racial politics and postmodernist garbage. It was a strong country. It was a beautiful country. It was a great country. I want that country back. And I look at the suburbs of Chicago where I grew up and it was a phenomenal place and it has completely lost its way. So I'm, uh, I'm praying for a revival and a turn away from that in a big way. So. Well, I think 4th of July is a great way to do that. So if you're out there within the sound of our voices, um, number one, make sure you get your Cerning Point SAS tickets. Yes. So let's talk about that for a second. We need to do do not forget that. Promo code Drew. Promo code Drew. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hey, promo code Charlie, but that's okay. (laughs) Promo code Poso, obviously. This is, that's, you know, know, the, the best one, clearly. So everyone needs to go to SAS. We have the biggest speakers in the movement. It's going to be epic, everybody. TPUSA.com slash SAS. Make sure to get your tickets. President uh, Trump, Governor Ron DeSantis, Senator Ted Cruz, Senator Josh Hawley, Congressman Lauren Boebert, all of the biggest names. And this is a co-ed event, so guys and girls can come. It's it's very, very fun. And it's Florida in summer. It's amazing. Absolutely. No, I mean, we've had we have a lot to celebrate. We've had huge W's, right? Huge in your Supreme Court, huge W's, right? We didn't get everything we wanted, but we got a lot. And Roe v. Wade overturned, right? You know, huge win. Huge win for freedom, huge win for the movement, huge win for America. This is something that just was not part of our system, right? We need to go back. We have to go back to the way the system was. And I think that's a big, a big, big piece of that. And for everybody out there, you know, it's kind of like what what I think everybody's just said here. Go, go all out on your 4th of July, right? If you see those fireworks at the store, you know, get them, light them off set them off. If your if your neighbors complain, set off some more, right? <laughs> just, just keep going, right? Fly the American flag, teach your kids about it. Say the, um, uh, you know, say the pledge of allegiance, throw on the Patriot, by the way, that's, that's probably my favorite fourth <laughs> of July movie. I don't, I don't know if you guys have a favorite one for me, Patriot Gibson can't beat that. Well, Die Hard, but that's a Christmas movie, but that's fine. Separate issue. It's, not, it's actually not a Christmas movie, but, you know, we can. It's totally we can, a Christmas movie. Are you kidding it's really, me? It's really not a Christmas movie. It's just, it's just, you know, it just happens at Christmas time, actually. It's a Christmas movie. No, it's just because just they have a tree. It's, it doesn't make it a Christmas movie. All throughout <laughs> the movie, there is Christmas mo- there's Christmas music playing. Many references to Christmas throughout the entire movie. I mean, I mean, that's like, and that's like, that's like uh, saying that, you know, night. just because someone's Charlie wearing Kirk, a dress, Jack that Kisobi. makes them a woman. I don't know. Yeah, but it was the date of Christmas. Okay. Because <laughs> you're saying it identifies as a Christmas movie. 
No, it's laced with Christmas imagery. <laughs> it's pronoun. What are its pronouns? And, and by the way, oh, yeah. it's about courage and bravery and sacrifice, standing up against existential evil of deception and deceit. It's actually anti-communist. Um, Very anti-communist. Uh, and and uh, anti-other things as well. I was going to say anti-German, but that's not exactly. Well, it's German communists are, are the bad guys in it. Mm. Hans Gruber. The yeah, they're based guy. on they're, what they're based on is a real thing. The Red Army faction in um, which was a, a communist front group in the uh, in West Germany that was funded by the KGB. I did not know that. Yeah, totally real thing. Totally real thing. I wrote a book about it. You can check it out. Antifabook.com, folks. <laughs> but no, seriously. <laughs> right. um, no, seriously. Uh, thank you so much, guys, for, for taking the time. We should do this more often. This was this was actually kind of cool. We should. We could do a show. This should do be it. a show. This, this could be a thing. Send us your comments uh, if you if you like the show. And uh, and again, just um, uh, happy Fourth of July. Happy Independence Day from myself, the whole team here. Turning Point USA, Human Events Daily. Thank you. This was really special. And I, I hope to do it again because I, I intend to still have a country uh, okay. with with as long as I am alive, mm -hmm. the United States. And as long as all of us are alive, the United States will exist. Ladies and gentlemen, as always. You have my permission, have our permission to lay ashore.